Hey, we want to welcome you back again. Thanks for uh, tuning in with us and even looking to us to, to, to bring you uh, the gospel of our Lord and, and to even grow from his word. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 is where we're going to be, uh, 4 through 6. And uh, I'm going to expand it a little longer and, and, and to verse 11, but I'm only going to read these few verses. It says, but uh, now there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God activates each gift in each person. Uh, let's pray together. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Any word of knowledge you give to me to speak to a person or their situation, if you prompt me with it, I want to be obedient to speak to it. And you are aware of everybody that's listening or watching, and uh, you see us all, but Lord, you look at me differently in this moment because I'm a teacher of your word. And uh, with that, there's great judgment on my life, strict judgment on my life. And I know that, and I accept that in rightly dividing your word. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray his, his name that I preach. Amen. Uh, last Sunday, we... Uh, we dealt with a definition, and I'm just going to give a portion of that definition, that a kingdom-focused church is making disciples, maturing believers, and multiplying ministries. And we're going to, we're going to go with that even today. I gave you, uh, last Sunday, I gave you four results of discipleship. We only focused on two of them, but here's all four of them again. Uh, numerical growth, and uh, if we're not careful, that can be our only focus, and that's not good. The other is spiritual transformation, which realistically is our first step. It's odd that we have it second, but is numerical growth does occur. Out of spiritual growth, we handled those two uh, last Sunday, and then today we're handling ministry expansion, and then kingdom advance is where we are today. When we, uh, when we do discipleship correctly, rightly, spiritual transformation is occurring, Numerical growth is occurring, but ministry expansion is occurring as well. I want you to look at Luke 16, 10. Jesus says, whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And whoever is unrighteous in very little is also righteous in much. Let me take you to Matthew 25, 23, and just a similar principle there. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant or slave, you were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share in your master's joy. The kingdom principle here is that we're faithful in small things. And then with that comes an incredible expansion of ministry. Uh, it, it becomes huge in what happens. We, we take a look at this as it's enlarging our tent. It's making it bigger, uh, which means our impact is bigger. Our influence is bigger right on down the line, but we sometimes we don't want to do the small things first. We want to jump to the greater things, and there, there is a learning curve in here. There is a learning scale in here that we need to understand, and the kingdom principle is we begin in being faithful in small things, and then we move on to even greater things than that. Uh, so a, a kingdom-focused church, which is our goal, is constantly expanding ministry. Like for example, here at Hope Church, and you may be a part of another church that does all incredible things, but here 
there's been a movement of adoption and foster care, and it's still continuing today. Uh, it's still happening. Uh, that is that this ministry expansion. People are hearing the call of foster care. I can talk about Avenues for Women, which is a pregnancy center that we minister alongside with, as do a lot of other churches. CASA, which are court-appointed uh, advocacy for children who are in the court systems, backpack buddies. I can go on and on and on. There's all kinds of things. Here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes as churches, we want to reinvent the wheel. In other words, Avenues for Women has got a pregnancy center, so let's let Hope Church start a pregnancy center. Well, maybe we don't need to do that. Maybe our people, in a kingdom way, need to go and minister to women through a ministry that's already been established called Avenues for Women. Uh, we just really are looking for people to join ministries that may already be established. And yes, it could be that he's calling you to establish ministries that don't exist or maybe don't exist in this area. So the key to this, the key to this is what I read to you in verses four through six, and that is know that the Spirit gives us gifts, spiritual gifts. There are different ministries, but the same Lord, different gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are different activities, but the same God activates each gift in, in all of us. The key is to exercise the gift or the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given you. And personally, our new member training, we do a spiritual gift inventory when you look to join our church. And it, it's just a guide. It's, it's, not, it's not infallible. It just kind of helps point you in where the Holy Spirit may have already, has already gifted you and you to be able to work in that direction. I know there are people in our church, there's one lady in our church that's connected with Natalie's sisters, and it's in Lexington. We live in, we live in Lawrenceburg and Frankfurt. I live in Lawrenceburg, our church is in Frankfurt. Uh, but uh, she's gone to Lexington to team up with that ministry, and it is a ministry to the women who are in sexual exploitation, and it's a ministry in the clubs and everywhere else. And I'm really, really proud of her for what she's doing in that, and I'm even giving the encouragement let the Holy Spirit lead you to more people who have the same giftedness as you and lead them in that ministry. I don't need to start another one. I don't need to reinvent the wheel here. It's, it's, it is a kingdom work. There are ministries already established that need laborers. And then yet, the Lord may tell you to start a ministry that is yet to be started in and around your area. So we rely on the Holy Spirit to put these groups together. Remember, verses four through six, there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. There are different activities, but the same God activates each gift in each person. That's what he does. Even in verse 11, if you look at 1 Corinthians 12, 11, but, uh, but, but one in the same spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he will. Remember, you don't go choosing the gifts. He is the one who gives you those gifts. My role as a pastor is just to help equip you. Sometimes my role as pastor is not creating the ministry and asking you to join it, which is so common and is so much the format in a lot of churches. It's just, let's, let's create this ministry and let's just ask people to come along. When the truth of it is, we need to be seeing what gift or gifts the Holy Spirit is getting you and trying to match those in kingdom ministry. And we say here at Hope Church, we gather 
not to keep everything on campus, not to keep all of our ministries on campus, but we gather and we worship and celebrate and we go. We're here, we're gathered together to be able to be able to go. And so here's my challenge for you today in this section of the sermon. Be faithful in small things. Even the smallest of things, be faithful in them because they are given to you by the Holy Spirit. And remember, he will move you into ministry expansion. Uh, he will enlarge that tent for you. He will make it bigger for you to be able to work. Here's another challenge. Remember, your gifts are from the Holy Spirit. He's the one who gives them to you, and he gives to them as he wills. It's not a buffet where you walk through and want this little spiritual gift and that little spiritual gift. That's not how it's done. It's not me and you walking through this buffet of ministry saying, I want this and I want that. It is what has the Holy Spirit given to you as a gift or gifts that he wants to exercise for the kingdom. So your challenge is to be faithful in small things and realize your gifts are from the Holy Spirit. And realize you're going to say to me, and you're going to look at me because I've heard it a million times, well, pastor, I can't do that. You're exactly the person that we want. The person that says, I can't do it, is exactly the candidate because it has to be empowered by God himself. It's not about your giftedness that you have, the skill set that you've honed. It is about the gift or the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given you. And then you're going to see this incredible task, and it may look like something huge to you, yet it's just a small step. It's being faithful in small things. We all start there, and we need those small things done. When I was at UPS, we had a, uh, we had a, a, a slogan that is just engraved in my head, and it is, success is the sum of small things done well. And we realize that that is true. So the challenge, it, I know you're going to tell me that you can't do it, but remember it is the Holy Spirit who empowers you. The other challenge is for you to serve and invest in the kingdom of God. <clears throat> you're listening to me today, but I'm going to speak directly to you today and tell you that the Holy Spirit is guiding you to some area of service in your life. And I'm not here to create that place for you to serve. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not here to, he does that. He does that. My, my responsibility as a pastor and all other pastors is in Ephesians 4, and it is to equip you, to help be that connecting dot to you and to get you ready for that ministry. So the challenge is to quit, quit looking for a place in the church to serve necessarily, but look for a ministry in the kingdom. And the Holy Spirit has gifted you for such an incredible ministry as that. We move on to the next piece. That was ministry expansion. If you do discipleship, you're going to have ministry expansion. The tent is going to get larger and there's going to be increased ministry. The, the next result of discipleship is kingdom advance. There's going to be kingdom advance. We, we want to create a culture here at Hope Church that just speaks the kingdom of God. We know who the king is. The king is Jesus himself. But it's speaking the kingdom of God. And uh, when you're doing kingdom advance, you're impacting. For example, our church has been hugely active in helping to plant churches. We've been consultants on my last figure I had in my head was 12 or 13 churches. 
we, we've helped them, helped them. We weren't the mother church or the sponsoring church. We were just this encouraging, consulting church to them. Uh, we have planted churches. Hope Church has planted churches in its life. We've sent out 60 plus people who are now serving in some capacity in, uh, in North America or internationally in some role uh, in, in a church, leading worship, pastoring, associate pastors, uh, mission efforts, whatever. Uh, we, we are helping to create international missions. We have helped plant an international church in Kenya. Uh, we serve five international orphanages and schools. In uh, two of those places, we have even supplied staff. We have even supplied staff from our church to that place. What, when, when we expand the kingdom of God, we are starting this process all over again. Now, what's the process? Great question. And the process is making disciples, maturing believers, multiplying ministries. When we expand the kingdom of God, this process starts all over again. And then there, what happens? They make disciples, they mature believers, and they multiply ministries. And then they send people out. And then the process starts all over again, making disciples, maturing believers, multiplying ministries. And then they send people out. And then that process just keeps on working over and over and over again. It's an exponential process. If you don't understand exponential process, I know you've probably heard this before, but it fits appropriately, and I'm going to share it with you. You can count the seeds in the apple. You can count the seeds that are in the apple, but I can't count the apples in a seed. And that becomes the exponential picture of this process. Every time our ministry is enlarged, every time the kingdom is advanced, making disciples, maturing believers, multiplying ministries, and then they send people out. And it just keeps reoccurring, reoccurring, and reoccurring. As you mature, as you mature, this is the middle one. We make disciples and then you mature as a believer. As you mature, the Holy Spirit creates a sensitivity in you to the needs of people and to the needs of where to expand the gospel, light to darkness, um, your salt to this unseasoned world. And he, he gives you that sensitivity uh, specifically, uh, I, as a pastor, I pastor a region. I don't just pastor Hope Church. I've been here 27 years, and I pastor a whole region. There's a, there's a regional influence here. I pastor people who've never, ever heard me preach before, never been in our, on our campus before, uh, but they see me as a pastor in their life. Uh, and God's equipped me with very specific gifts. And I need to use them in the church that I pastor, but in also where I live, work, and play. I, I need to be able to be involved in that. I want you to remember uh, that the whole the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit sees you as a missionary, not just as a church member. And I think that's some of our problem. We have all considered ourselves church members, and we just come and do what we do, do chores around the church but we don't get into kingdom advance. And he's made every believer a missionary in some area or some context or even multiple contexts. He's done that. So what happens when you mature? When you mature, you become Isaiah chapter six, 
uh, verse 8. It said, uh, that it, it says here that, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who, who should I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah says, Here am I, send me. The Holy Spirit will create that sensitivity in you and even that specialized ministry in you to be able to care for them. And you're, when you are maturing disciples, you, you actually get into saying, uh, Lord, here am I, send me. Um, we have a very effective student pastor, Logan Smith. And he's also our worship pastor. And I told him today on the phone, he's one of the coolest guys I know, and he is. He's just a cool guy. He's, he, he's, he sometimes makes me sick. He's just over, so gifted and uh, incredibly gifted in lots of, lots of ways. But he has finished a semester with our students, and we were uh, viral, we were virtual with Zoom, and then we moved in person. And uh, so we're getting ready for the summer, and we do stuff in semesters, and because uh, we got BBS coming up in the summer, camps coming up in the summer, and so I said, listen, I want to extend it two more nights on Wednesday nights, and I want the junior high. And as I'm speaking to you, this would have been last Wednesday. Uh, and then I want the senior high the next Wednesday. So I was with the junior high last night, the middle school students, and I got to tell you, I had a ball. I just got to tell you, we laughed. We told corny jokes. You're going to go, is that all? We, we, yes, we did use scripture. And we were talking about how we're teaching them to walk with him. And we're in a phase called reconnect and reorganize and rebuild. And we want to rebuild our student ministry to make sure that they don't learn to walk with him when they're older, uh, that they learn to walk with him now. So uh, we, we were telling weird things. I won't, they, they, don't, they don't really know me that much. And I was telling them weird stuff about me. Like I have peanut butter and jelly every day. I love peanut butter and jelly. Absolutely love it. And the other one is, and there's a guy helping us today, and he's, 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 he's more like a son than anything else. I told him I like to drink milk with pizza. And I know you may not like that, but I bet I got a follower or two back there behind his lens. And so some of them were like, I do too, you know, I do too. And some of them were like, that's the nastiest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I don't know where you are in there, but I'm sure I got a follower or two in there. But uh, while it was going on, I felt the, I told them how I was gonna start praying for them. And so I've got them in my mind, the way they were seated, and I told them, I said, as your pastor, I'm going to pray that you don't ever have a spirit of fear. And I said, you're in middle school and you're going to go into high school. And I said, I, I, and, and I've gone through higher education, multiple levels of higher education, grew up in a great town of Summersville and then a bigger town of Campbellsville. And then, uh, but if, if you'd asked me when I was in Summersville that I'd have earned a doctorate, that I'd have been an adjunct professor, that... I'd have done those things, written in, in journals. You know, I've had I have I've had journal writings published. In in uh, if you'd have told me that, I I wouldn't have believed you whatsoever. But I said, listen, in high school, when you get in high school, take AP courses, start learning languages now. And in uh, I said, I don't want you to be afraid. And the reason I'm telling them to study hard and to do well and even expand their their language use is because I'm praying that one day that God would send those kids out in kingdom advance. I, I'm not praying that, and, and you, you, you who have parents, your parents of our middle schoolers, you might be mad at me, but 
I'm not praying that we hold them close. I'm praying that we send them out prepared and equipped with the gospel message and the hope that ever comes through Christ. And listen, I look at eternity. I don't just look at my span of time on this earth. And it matters to me, my sensitivity toward people. And I'm a sower of the gospel. That's what I do. I just sow the gospel where I live, work, and play. But I want people to spend eternity with Jesus. And I love them enough. I want to spend eternity even with them. Jesus first, of course. But I want to spend that. And so we've got to get that message out. So this mor the next morning, uh, which I'm videotaping this on Thursday. So it would have been, a, I envisioned every child in middle school and I prayed over them, God, do not ever let them have the spirit of fear. Let them be able to respond. You know, when the Lord goes, who's going to go for me and whom shall I send for me? I pray that these children would rise up and say, Lord, please send me. Remember the kingdom is first. So the kingdom-focused church, the, the church that is advancing the kingdom, doesn't keep everybody. We think we've got these gifted people and they're charismatic and they're great leaders and we want to keep them. God's not called me to grow a church. He's called me to advance a kingdom. He builds the church, is what he says in Scripture. And so we begin this beautiful process of asking making disciples, maturing believers, and multiplying ministries. Uh, there's a quote I want to leave you with, and it comes from a book that I've been reading. I've mentioned it before, Gene Mims, A Kingdom-Focused Church. And here, here's the quote. He says, When a church becomes a sending church, gladly giving up sons and daughters, leaders and followers, pastor and staff, it is a growing church, a kingdom-focused church. And we want to become a kingdom-focused church. I want to be a kingdom-focused pastor. I want you who are listening today to be a kingdom-focused participant in this, of serving the Lord faithfully. And he asked the question, the Lord is saying, who, who, shall, who, who should I send and who will go for us? I pray you and I will step up with the gifts that the Holy Spirit has empowered in us and step up and say, Lord, here I am, send me. And I pray that upon you today, that the Holy Spirit would well that up in you, that you would know what your spiritual gifts are, that you'd realize he gave them to you. Be faithful in small things. There's going to be ministry expansion, and there's going to be incredible kingdom expanse, and he wants to use you to do it. I know you're going to tell me on the other side, I can't do it. And if you said that, you're the very candidate that God will show his strength in and I pray that you allow him to do so. Remember, I love you and what we say to each other as we leave together, grace and peace, make sure you live in both of them.